Welcome to Daily Devotion with Ken Gurley. Devotions designed to inspire you on your daily walk with God. Each day we walk through the vital principles of the abundant life. Our Lord can do above and beyond all we ask or think. Here's your host, Ken Gurley. Blessed is the people that know the joyful sound. They shall walk, O Lord, in the light of thy countenance. Psalm 89, 15. Those who are the most spiritual amongst us are the most joyful. They walk in the light of the Lord. They live in the favor of God. They know what the psalmist calls the joyful sound. One of the most joyful sounding instruments we have is the banjo. The banjo is a four or five string musical instrument. It hails originally from Africa. And it's known for its joyful sound. It's practically impossible to make a banjo sound anything less than joyful. And here on Daily Devotion, we're looking at hoping for better things in difficult circumstances. My name is Ken Gurley, and I pray that you will find this illustration of the joyful sound to be something that resonates in your spirit and causes you to step forward and claim the promises of God. The banjo received fame throughout the world a century ago. The world was in the midst of the First World War when a ship named Endurance, guided by a man named Ernest Shackleton, reached Antarctica. They failed in their mission objective. That they survived, though, nearly two years is astounding. The Endurance became hopelessly locked in ice, and they had to abandon ship. But just before they left, Shackleton told Leonard Hussey, by the way, I brought your banjo ashore. It's vital medicine, and we shall need it. Months later, when faced with survival, Shackleton told each man that he only could carry some personal belongings, but those were limited to two pounds. As they stripped all of their precious belongings, Shackleton told Leonard, make sure you keep the banjo, for in the long days ahead, the banjo was the joyful sound. To me, that banjo represents the joy of the Lord and how important it is in our lives. Don't ever let anyone steal your joy and certainly don't lose your joy. Don't walk in that room with your harp hanging on a willow. Be an Ezekiel, shout over the weeping, I saw the heavens open and I had visions of God. One of Jesus' favorite expression was the Greek word tharseo. It means cheer up. A paralyzed man was brought to Jesus. Our Lord looked at him and said, Cheer up, your sins are forgiven. Take up your bed and walk. And the man was healed and filled with joy. When he walked on the water toward his disciples in a boat, they thought it was a ghost. But Jesus said, Tharseo, cheer up. Even at the last supper in the upper room, he said, The world will persecute you, but cheer up. I have overcome the world. Cheer up because a joyful heart is the very best medicine that you can take. When the religious police of his day wanted to know why his disciples didn't fast, Jesus said they can't. They're in the wedding party. We're a happy people. Do you remember that song? Oh, I know there's a difference between happiness and joy, that happiness depends on the circumstances being just right. But joy is an attribute of God himself. And when we joy in God, we have pleasure, gladness, and delight. 
and our lives sparkle and are as buoyant as a cork. Do you remember what two things struck the Queen of Sheba more than anything else when she toured Solomon's palace and his kingdom? The first thing was Solomon's wisdom, but the second thing was the happiness of the people around the house of God. Tony Campolo wrote a book about the kingdom of heaven. Listen to what he said. He said, the church is about a Jesus who can take funerals and transform them into parties. Christians should be people who create fun and joy wherever they are placed. You remember the story of the prodigal, the father threw a party, music, laughter, food, merriment. God is still throwing parties. All of heaven still rejoices when one person repents. We grow conversant in the language of tears. We can get eloquent in the language of sorrow, but we lose the vocabulary of joy. Joy is a fruit of the Spirit. Joy is the secret to strength in the Lord. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Joy is that complex reset button that says, I'm something stronger, something deeper, something more resilient in me than what I'm facing in my circumstances. Like that old song we once sang, the world didn't give it to me and the world can't take it away. That within my heart is a melody, a refrain that resets my inner equilibrium, that I can have peace in the time of storm that I have the joy of the Lord within me when the world is falling apart around me. It was the old analogy, are you a thermometer or a thermostat? Do you reflect your surroundings or change them? Joy alters everything around them. Abigail is an interesting character in the Old Testament. She was originally the wife to Nabal, Nabal, whose name means fool. Nabal had angered the future King David with his insolence and arrogance. David and his mighty men were marching. They were coming for Nabal and would destroy he and all of his household. But Abigail took precipitate action. She loaded beasts of burdens with food and supplies and she headed out and interceded with David. He was so impressed with Abigail's bearing, her words, her deeds, that her intercession was heard, and David's wrath was turned. Abigail means joy. David, upon Nabal's death, would marry joy. You and I need to marry joy. Blessed are those that hear the joyful sound, that our lives should be entwined with that joy. The joyful sound in Psalm 89 refers to the trumpets blown at the time of festivals and jubilee. Israelites were trained to know all of the various sounds of the trumpets, whether it was a call to war, to retreat, to assemble, or to festival. The joyful sound was the call to festival. You and I need to choose that we're going to become a leader of the band. God's kingdom is that of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. We live by joy. The fruit of the Spirit is love and then joy. 
We should have joy and abundance in our lives. If we're filled with the Spirit, joy will be there. It's important to share our joy, to share the Word, to share Bible studies, to share our personal testimonies and experiences, to share our life lessons. But in our sharing, keep the banjo. Keep the joyful sound. Sidney Carter, in his classic song, Lord of the Dance, mints no words. He describes Jesus as saying, I dance for the scribes and the Pharisees. They wouldn't dance. They wouldn't follow me. I danced for the fishermen, James and John. They came with me, so the dance went on. Dance, dance. Wherever you may be, I'm the Lord of the dance, said he. And I lead you all wherever you may be. I lead you all in the dance, said he. Pull out the banjo. Play and skip and dance and watch the children start following. I will never forget being on the Sea of Galilee a number of years ago. It was evening. We were on a boat. We're trying to have a worship service. Everybody was a little tired, a little cranky, a little mopey. And at that time, a Jewish party boat came by. And I saw Jewish men and women uh, dancing in their traditional fashion. The men were together in a circle. The women were together in a circle. The music was playing, and they were dancing, spinning in circles. And I thought at that very moment, I wish I could switch boats. Do you feel that way? Sometimes I wish I could switch boats. Vital medicine. That's what Shackleton called the banjo music. Vital medicine. When asked how he chose his men for the journey, Shackleton said five things. I choose them for optimism, patience, physical endurance, idealism, and courage. And one thing Shackleton asked each of his hundreds of applicants before narrowing the list, do you enjoy singing? Because when the going gets rough, there's only one thing to do. Pull out the banjo and start singing. Paul and Silas, you're in bad shape, locked up, beaten in a Roman jail. It's midnight and you're bleeding. I would advise you to be careful of infections. Avoid looking directly in the eyes of fellow prisoners. Write home to tell everyone where you're at. Eat whatever is put before you. Try to get some sleep. But one more thing, keep the banjo. Don't let the enemy get the best of you in your trials. I know each and every one of us, we're living in difficult days. These are days that we need to stand firm. We need to fight the night. We need to sound the alarm and be watchmen on the wall. We need to pray and fast as never before. We need to hold and cling to doctrinal truth. But one more thing, does anyone have a banjo? Don't forget that the joy of the Lord is your strength. Don't forget that we worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. And as we worship, he fights for us. We're never so close to God when we cast our cares on him. We're never so powerful as when we with joy draw waters from the well of salvation. I like the story of what was found in the underground cellar in Cologne, Germany, as they were exploring the passageways years after the Second World War. It was discovered that nine Jewish fugitives had hid there in that very cellar from the Gestapo during the Second World War. Food was brought to them by night. They lived in utter darkness. After the war, some writing was found on those cellar walls. And I think it's a perfect illustration of hope. Someone wrote in pitch darkness on the wall, 
I believe in the sun, though it be dark. I believe in God, though he be silent. I believe in neighborly love, though it be unable to reveal himself. Oh, that's vital medicine indeed. I believe no matter what. That's hope in its purest form. Let's go back to David at Ziklag. The Philistines had taken their possessions, taken the wives and families, but what they didn't take away, they burned. Ashes, sorrow, heaviness. David, you probably need to devise a plan, and here comes all the trite sayings, get a grip on yourself, it'll be okay, things will work out for the best. But David would tell you, they have my Abigail, they have my joy, and I'm going to get my joy back no matter what. It was then and there in the ashes, the defeat of what might have been and could have been. David strengthened and encouraged himself in the Lord. There's something about getting our banjo back, getting that joyful sound back. The Bible says they got victory over the lamb with their harps in their hands. Revelation 15. You got to get your joy back. You've got to go find your Abigail, David. All of Shackleton's men would eventually sign that banjo. That banjo would go in a museum to indicate their survival and how they made it through. It was that banjo, that joyful sound that kept their spirits up as they just did the work of surviving. Keep the banjo, and the banjo would keep you. If you will keep the joyful sound of worship and allow the joy of the Lord to flow as a fountain from within, it will keep you during the most difficult times and you can hope in all circumstances. Thank you for sharing in daily devotion with Ken Gurley. We pray this ministry has been a source of encouragement and strength to you. Please be mindful that your financial support enables us to meet with you each day. To give a donation or connect with us, visit our website at kengurley.com. There you will also find the latest books, podcasts, and resources. Blessed, 90 Days to Change Your World is Pastor Gurley's latest book. You can get your copy of this life-changing book at kengurley.com. May God's favor rest on you in every way until we meet again.